welcome to the 27th installment of the Synapse Misfire Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, along with our co-host, Jordan. That's right. You can find us here. Where? Where can you find here. us? Here, where you are right now, wherever you're listening to this, you can find us there, whether okay. that be YouTube, the RSS feed, or Spotify, if you import the RSS feed. Just go on Spotify. Spotify. Link yeah. is in the description. Yep. So if you go on Spotify, you can search us. On YouTube, you can search us. Or, if you're a lazy motherfucker, there's some links down in the description. Check them out. It's our RSS feed. Copy-paste that to your favorite or least favorite podcasting app. Hell yeah. Check out the Spotify link. And check out the timestamps. I feel like we need to give the timestamps some love. Okay? Yo, check out the timestamps. If you want to click on a timestamp, if you click on the timestamp, it'll bring you to that timestamp. So it'll tell you what timestamp we're talking about, what content. So, yeah. So basically, if you're like, hmm, I like it when these two idiots talk about truck. So you can just filter out all the truck timestamp. Exactly. I put a lot of effort into those timestamps, okay? Making them accurate, making them, you know, make sense. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, Chris, we make it hard for ourselves. Oh, I I imagine. Um, So, sometimes they're not great. But for the most part, I put in a lot of effort. So, yes. Yes. Find us there. And should you like to contact us, there is a way you can do that. Do you know how, Chris? No, I don't. Enlighten me. <laughs> you can contact us via email at synapsemisfire at pm.me or protonmail.com if you're a virgin. So. Having a sip. That's fine. So while, while Chris sips away, you should be contacting us. Send us your comments. I was going to say death and comments at the same time. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, death threats, and or, and or. Or and or whatever the fuck you want, I don't care. Just send us something. Send memes. us send us memes. Send us um, if you want to send us something legitimately helpful, send us like a suggestion of like something we should do with the show or something we should do with uh, because we are doing real life content now. I don't have a specific schedule for it or a specific plan for it yet, but we but are making moves. We are making moves, making money moves like Cardi B. Yeah, yeah, fucker. Anyway, send us yeah, some I suggestions. Would. <laughs> Send us some suggestions. Whatever you want to see. If you, if you, it would be most helpful if you would just email and say, "Listen, the show sucks. Give it up." We'd at least learn from that. Uh, send us detailed instructions on how we should both kill ourselves. Am I leaving that in? Why not? Fair. All right. Well, I mean, we do say death threats, so there you go. But no, seriously, send us some suggestions. What you want to see? What you don't want to see? What you think could use improvement? Maybe you want more chunk. Maybe you want more Oscar. Maybe. You just want dead silence the whole time. Yeah, we can do that too. Look, we can try it out now. All right, I'm bored. Yeah, I'm pretty bored. Uh, so if you do want that, go fuck yourself. Seriously, though, send us some suggestions. Um, and yeah, be sure to do the YouTube stuff too. If you're on YouTube, drop a like. Yeah, do all that business. You know, I... Do you mind? <laughs> I just, I just tingled my wingle. Yeah, you had your phone right on like your nutsack. <laughs> I, uh, Maybe so, that's by design. No, so, so, so... <laughs> I have a stutter, sorry. So, everyone in every YouTube video is like, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit the bell. Like, everyone knows how that works. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're on YouTube, right, and you're right. like, actively use, you actively use YouTube, um, 
you understand how that works. Oh, I like a content, so I'm going to subscribe. Yeah. Right? I just feel like it's unnecessary to tell... It's filler content, really. That's why I say just do the normal YouTube stuff. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because I can't be like, Oh, smash the like button. Smash the bell. (laughs) Like, who cares? (laughs) I I don't know why. I was going to... Anyway. Sorry, I just had to refresh my brain. I had to hit like the reset button because of what popped into my head. I didn't like. You had to put. You had to push F five. Yeah, because I, I was gonna say smash my ass, daddy. <laughs> That's a different show. That's the after show. <laughs> That's an Miss Fire after dark. <laughs> anyway, Chris, mm. not much has changed in six minutes. We did have cookie. We did. That was. That was nice. That it's was pretty a- good. That was a good cookie. Uh, Chunk did stream. That's he does that. And yeah, that's we're, now we're just we're just sitting here. Yeah, just sitting here. Chris, have you heard of Control? The game? Yeah. Yes. You ever played it? Yes. You like it? Huh. Yeah. So, I bought Control at launch. At launch, I bought it. When did I buy it? I bought it. I don't remember. I think it might have been on sale, and I bought it, and I played it for like two hours, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. I uh, I bought it. I played it. Probably about an hour, two hours. And I was like, man, something's not clicking. Just, just ain't clicking. I like Quantum Break, which was made by Remedy as well. Similar, akin uh, to, <laughs> same kin uh, of gameplay. Yeah, that's kind of the thing I had was, like, I am kind of enjoying my time, but also, like, something isn't clicking right mm-hmm. for me. Um, So, I, I had, you know, I had done that or whatever. I, I was like, eh, just not feeling it. I uninstalled it. Didn't touch it for a while. Then some time passed, and I was like, let me, let me give it another shot. Okay. I played to right about the same point, and it was just like, nah, it just... The game, it was it was a mix between something's not clicking, the game doesn't have difficulty settings, the loop is like whatever, and I keep dying and just getting no, frustrated. It actually, it actually does have some difficulty settings, because I remember this, I was searching through, because there's a, the very, very first boss fight you have to do was a pain in the ass. The flying guy, right? Yeah, and it, it took me like fucking like six or seven attempts. Yeah. Um, probably because I'm bad at video games, but also it was a pain. Um... But if you go into the menu, there is an option that you can just turn off damage. Really? Yeah. That's. I mean, that's cool because it's because Remedy's known for their storytelling, so that's probably where that comes oh, from. Oh, if you care about story? Yeah. That's okay, probably where I can, that comes from. I can, that, that makes sense to me. Um, because essentially, like, a lot of games, there's a lot of games that I want to play eventually, and I kind of would just blitz through them... On like an easier difficulty, just because you just want to get through the. Story I just want and... to get through the story and experience the game for myself, rather than I want something challenging. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, exactly. So I want be the cool experience sort of to be like a movie, um, and a lot of people might complain about that. Maybe that's not your cup of tea. Maybe I just want to experience the game because. Well, that's why. That's why settings are a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can if you want to die and you want something challenging. Great, wonderful. However, generally, I'm like, 
eh, I just kind of want to play a game. I, so I'm usually like a little bit in between where I, I like to play games on hard. Not the hardest difficulty, but hard where I'm getting challenged, but I still feel the game is fair enough for me to progress. That was a problem I had with this game was there was no difficulty setting. I felt like I was just kind of getting raw dodged because what happened was I went to an area that was higher level than myself and just got shit on. So I, I, I once again made it to the same point and I was just like, I just don't want to play this. Uninstalled. Third time, very similar circumstance. However, this fourth time, I, I'm on Epic Games, and we played SnowRunner, as we talked about last episode. Uh, yep. I, I play other games on there, and I always see control, and I just, there's this part of me, perhaps, not sound like a weirdo, but perhaps it's because now, like, living on my own, having responsibilities, I'm like, man, I really paid $60 for something that I haven't been able to play. Yeah. And there's just something deep down that I'm bothered by when I buy a game <laughs> that I can't refund, and I can't play it. For... Uh, I, I, I totally feel that as well. So I paid $60 for this game. I'm like, damn, I just can't fucking play it. So I said, you know what? I just beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm going to give it a try. Don't know why. Perhaps it's a, a mindset change from the launch of the game or a different, you know, whatever. I'm really enjoying it now. On my fourth attempt to play it. I'm actually finding it just challenging enough, just enjoyable enough. The rate at which content comes at you, like new powers, new weapon uh, styles, new enemy types, it, it's just fitting for some reason now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I, I don't have a ton of experience with the game, so. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, it's no Red Dead 2, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like something where I can boot up the game and get lost in the story for hours and hours and hours well i will say it's no it's no valhalla for me where like in valhalla i read every note that i found and everything i've picked up at least a hundred notes there's in this game a lot and of, i haven't read there's it. a lot of like loose documents and stuff in that game that you can pick up and i i pick them up and then i just don't fucking read them i just don't care yeah right i'm like if i wanted to read i'd sit down and read a book yeah right if you're gonna put a book's worth of content in this game in, t in like little notes maybe they're and and they're not going to be displayed to you directly maybe they're not worth reading yeah well i feel like that's something like the dishonored games do really well and like games to that akin or like bioshock where you'd find like audio logs i kind of like audio logs more audio logs way better uh fallout you find the hollow tapes the uh the tapes mm -hmm. you just put it in your pit boy and it plays yeah so that stuff's cool but that that's the only thing is i've just been I've been enjoying the story for the most part, um, and just the visuals and the combat, but I haven't really engrossed in any of the lore or anything, and I'm actually kind of enjoying it on this fourth playthrough, um, fourth attempt at a playthrough, I should say, and I was very surprised by that, and I just thought it was like, it's almost like relieving to me, because I'm like, oh, finally, I paid $60 and I'm actually playing a fucking game that I yeah. paid for. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, it didn't end up on the notes, but, and we probably should have talked about it last episode. But, Hitman 3 is out. Have I ever told you how disinterested I am in that game? Really? Why? I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of I played the first one, I played the second one, and it's just like, I don't know. It's, I, it just doesn't click. I don't know really? why. I mean, I enjoyed my time with the first one. I enjoyed my time with the second one, and I'm just like, I don't care about the third one. Huh. That's odd. I I figured you'd be all about it. You think um, so, right? It seems perfectly up my alley. Well, because I saw it announced. I actually didn't see it announced. I saw it show up on the Epic Games Store. 
yeah. um, for pre-order. And I was like, they're making a third one? It's the final in the World of Assassination trilogy. Um, And I was like, god damn, I haven't even finished the first one. So I, I do want to uh, blitz through those games as well. Yeah. Because they are very fun. I think I need to retry them. Because I really enjoyed the first one. And by the second one, it, I think it's just that it's the same routine. Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of by the second one just like, really? Like, okay. New map. New shit to throw at enemies and do. But I don't know. I, I think I need to give it another try. Well, uh, I guess the way I play Hitman is it's very scuffed. <laughs> um, Like, I just throw stuff at people just because I can. Uh, yeah, I, I always, used to do that too. I always finish the levels with a negative score from killing too many people yeah um there's also not hitman like the reboot but hitman absolution i actually liked that one a lot that one has a mission about halfway through the game um where your guns get stolen mm. and you have to get them back from a gun shop and oh one yeah of you the... get the piss the silver ballers right <clears throat> yeah and one of the things you can do is you can win them in like a shooting contest um, what I did is I agreed to the shooting contest and they're like, okay, pick any gun. And I found the biggest gun I could find. I picked up a ton of ammo for it and then I just shot up the store. Yep. And, and stole them. And stole them back. Yeah. Which I like that because clearly what you're supposed to do is the shooting contest, get and them win. back and call it a day. But nah. Nah, that ain't fun. I would rather just murder several innocent people. Yeah. I, I liked Absolution. I liked Hitman 1. The the But the new reboot Hitmans, what did you call them? What is it? The it's trilogy the World of, Assassin, World of Assassination trilogy. That trilogy, the trilogy is like, they were kind of like the perfect Hitman games, I think. Fans of Hitman didn't like them, though, originally. Yeah. But the, the I think they're the better Hitman games because there's so much to do and interact with and there's so, so many people on those maps. So the reason fans didn't like them was from a story perspective because the way it went was Hitman 1 had, it was the perfect Hitman Google game. Gaga, I don't care, Nimrod. <laughs> perfect game. However, from a story and lore perspective, it was very light. Like, super light. Like, I would say the amount of things that advance in the story is like one mission in like Absolution level of uh advancement hitman 2 doubled down on that and added more story and then everyone loved it and now hitman 3 is like tripling down on the story and people love the fact that it like wrapped up the story that's cool i guess well yeah i can't like that game the first one from my experience at least i don't know any of the hitman lore and i don't particularly care to be honest yeah um is that game is like it's almost like an anthology to me where none of the missions are really particularly related to each other yep um you're just kind of there which uh, is kind of how the first one was yeah and that's what people didn't like was that that is how it was um and i don't actually mind that because again i i guess i can see why if you're a huge fan of hitman lore um why you wouldn't like that but i just can't really find it within myself to care yeah, which yeah. is understandable, but I, I don't mean, find it a particularly engrossing story from all the lore and stuff I have heard. 
Mm-hmm. I enjoy the games. I think they're fun. Yeah. People didn't like Absolution either. I loved Absolution. I loved it. Um, but people say Blood Money is the best one. I haven't played Blood Money. I do own I Blood Money. Yeah, I don't have. I don't. I haven't played it though. Yeah. I I think it's just the best one for nostalgia reasons. It was probably the peak of that time. So now it's just the. It's like the old Splinter Cell games. I mean, they could probably make a modern Splinter Cell that's amazing, and people are still gonna be like, "Nope, the OG is the best. The OG is the best." That's true. People did that with Rainbow Six when, uh, like, after Vegas 2, when it was Siege. Like, you can't put a freaking first-person shooter. It's Rainbow Six, and then now it's, like, one of the biggest first-person shooters. Yeah, people and still play Siege. It's one of the, it's one of the biggest I got e-sports. that game with my 980. Yeah, it came out in 2015. With my 980. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and people are still playing that game. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest competitive shooters right now. And it's awesome. I, I freaking love Siege. Do I wish we had, like, a, a Rainbow Six Vegas 3? Yes, because I loved, the, like, their cooperative uh, stealth and shit in Vegas 2. But, you know. Never was too big into Siege or, or any of the Rainbow Six games. Um, I had a point that I wanted to follow up with, but I don't remember what I was going to say. I never t- was too into Siege, but it's, it's a matter of, like, I'm not very into competitive first-person shooters to begin with. Yeah, I'm not anymore. I, I like narrative games now. Like, the only times, like, I've actually gone, like, really hard in a competitive first-person shooter is, like, Overwatch, because all my friends are playing it. And yeah. if I wanted to play games with my friends, it was always going to be Overwatch. Yeah. So even though I wasn't good at it, and I didn't particularly enjoy it too much, uh, I played it a lot. And, uh, I mean, it was fun enough. Yeah, um, it passed the time, and at the end of the day, it was just to be yeah. with friends or whatever. And, like, uh, Modern Warfare, I actually enjoyed my time with a lot. Modern Warfare was actually a fun game, in my that was opinion. That was, we, yeah, I, I played that for a while. Um, I didn't go super hard on it, but I, I thought it was pretty fun. But I just don't, like, that's just not the kind of game I like to play in general, you know? I don't really like multiplayer games anymore, either. Like, competitive multiplayer games. I like co-op games and single-player games a lot. Yeah. Now. I'm just more into that. I I mean, you know, there's a place, obviously, for multiplayer games, and I think, like, games like Seed are awesome, but, like, how how do you really compete with, like, Red Dead 2 or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. But that's just, that's just my opinion. But, yeah, the new Hitman game, um, see, I just... It's another... It's tough, because I want to go back and finish 2, because I never finished 2. I made it halfway through. And then I want to play 3, but I'm just kind of like... I, I might just watch a playthrough. You know? It's one of those games to me. And, um, well... But, you know. The thing that was strange about the first one, I don't know how they released the second one. It Yeah, it's not episodic. But it was like, yeah, it was like episodic, and it was strange that it was episodic. I found it very odd. Yeah, they yeah. they could have just released it for sixty dollars and just said, "Hey, this is the whole game," not like, "Hey, we're gonna release a one mission every couple months." Yeah, no, it's yeah. The second one launched full, and the third one launched full as well. I figured because yeah. that was the only part I didn't really understand. Is it? It's IO Interactive, right? And is it Square Enix as well? I believe. No, I'm just thinking because Square Enix actually made an announcement the other day, or, or like a reference, has me a little bit excited. 
they're going to tie in the new Tomb Raider games to the original. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. Are they doing, like, a... Like, another reboot? I I think it's a continuation of the reboot, so it's not, like, another hard reboot. Okay. But I believe they're going to make a thir- uh, fourth game, rather, in this reboot Or, like, version. a... Maybe, like, a soft reboot, almost. Mm-hmm. Where, like, um... Like, the new God of War wasn't a reboot. Like, all the stuff, it's still in the same universe and everything. Yeah. It's immediately after, but it is a reboot. It is know? sort of a reboot. Yeah. Um, Which, I really, I loved Rise of the Tomb Raider. Well, yeah, were those games any good? First one was good, it was linear. Second one was cool, it was less linear, it was more like Hitman-y, sandbox-y. And then something about Shadow of the Tomb Raider just sucked. Really? A lot of people didn't like it, including myself. Because I have all of them. I have Tomb Raider 2013. I have Rise of the Tomb Raider. What was the other one? Shadow of the Tomb Shadow. Raider? Is there another one? No. Okay. So Tomb Raider 2013. But imagine... I have all. Th- I have those three. So imagine Tomb Raider 2013, very similar to like Uncharted 2. And then Shadow of the Tomb Raider is more like Uncharted 4, I'd say, where it's a lot bigger, sandboxy levels there's another game that i i have not touched at all um not specifically for but uncharted in general as a series really i haven't touched it at all because i haven't owned a playstation ever until i had my ps4 um and i still have them and i couldn't be fucked to set it up and play stuff but i have the uncharted collection yeah the nathan drake collection yeah i have one through three um and i might have four i don't remember if i bought it or not I, th- I think, personally, Uncharted is so good that I actually, I was bored one week, or, like, uh, a span of, like, two weeks, and I just I just made the decision. I played Uncharted 1 through 3 and 4, all back-to-back, and they all held up, because they're very, obviously, they're very similar games, but they're all enjoyable in their own way, because they all improved on each other, which is kind of where I'm at with Hitman, where I, I can't push myself to play through three identical closely yeah. identical games is my but problem. But I got um I think I got that with my PS4 cuz you got like you could get it for 269 or something mm-hmm. if you bought it for if you bought it with uh pre-owned with two games that were under $10 or it was like or it was like you pay 279 or something like that and it was like you can pick two games, two pre-owned games under $10, and it was buy one, get one. Yeah. So I think I, I got Bloodborne and Nathan Drake Collection because they were both $10 a piece. Yep. I um, And I bought Red Dead too. Of course. That's why you bought a PS4. Well, yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I love the Uncharted games. And honestly, Naughty Dog games, The Last of Us and Uncharted, are some of the only games that I can actually replay that I've already beat. I have a hard time replaying games I've already beat. That's why I can't get myself to do that Red Dead 2 replay, even though I'm I should. telling you, man, it's worth it. I know. I'll do it eventually. Probably soon, actually, because the the launch titles that are coming out, I mean, the titles that are coming out aren't very extravagant for the next couple months. Yeah, there's... Um, like, nothing. There was Hitman. That just came out. And then what else is coming out? Medium came out, and that's kind of it until, like, March, I believe. You know what comes out in March? The, the Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, that's been blown up on the that's internet too. Something I legitimately want to see, not because I'm particularly a big fan of Godzilla or King Kong. I just think it's absurd. <laughs> I just think it's funny. I'm not going into it expecting a cinematic masterpiece. I'm like, this is gonna be funny. You want to watch it together? Oh sure. 
Alright, cool. We'll do a spoiler cast. Yep, let's do it. I just want to see. I want to see the big monkey punch the lizard. <laughs> that's all. That's legitimately all I want out of the movie. Um. All right, there you go. That's the official announcement. We are going to watch it together. Yes. We'll figure out the date it comes out, and if we can, that weekend, maybe, or the weekend after. We'll see. Um. Sounds like a plan. That'd be cool, actually. But yeah, what does what in terms of games? What does come out? There's really nothing until I I think anyway until May where we were saying Resident Evil Eight. Is Damn. That the next big thing. It's been, like, the last year, I mean, obviously, because, you know, but the last year has been so dry for stuff coming out. There was, yeah. like, Cyberpunk, that was pretty big, and then it and then it all blew up because it wasn't Sucked. really finished. <laughs> In some people's eyes. So, but, hmm, like, what else, what, what came out last year? Well, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, those are, like, the beta PlayStation Holy ones. shit. Those came out last year. Oh my god. Um, last year felt like so long. Legitimately. I... Yo, guess what's coming out? Oh, it already came out. The Sims 4 Paranormal Stuff Pack. Yo, dude, The Sims 3. Is that the last good Sims? Yeah. Had a uh, Supernatural pack. <laughs> that was pretty good. You could be like a vampire guy. Yeah. I probably still have that on my Origin account, or one of my Origin accounts. I have, um, I have a bunch of the DLCs. Um, never could get into The Sims. I, I love like... The Sims, but The Sims 4 sucks because it's all DLC. All the good stuff is locked behind a paywall. The Sims 3 was kind of like that, too. Nah, The Sims 3 was like a complete package, and then there was cool DLC, but The um, Sims 4 is, like, uncomplete. I never could really get into The Sims... Um, it's interesting, I guess, as a game. Uh, I just, like, I'm just not creative enough, I guess. Maybe. You know? You you like Souls-like games, right? Sort of, yeah. Neo 2 is coming to PC in February. It's that. Okay. Um, but honestly, yeah, for launches, like, February, Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Earthblood, which is a game that looked kind of cool, but not really. Which is something I've never heard of. You haven't heard of it? No. No. It looked okay. Uh, it Little like Nightmares a... 2. A what? Little Nightmares 2, which I'm actually excited for. Okay. Again, I haven't heard of that. You've never heard of Little Nightmares, like the original? Mm-mm. Wow, man. Yo, is this the Prince of Persia remake? There's a new Harvest Moon, which the last one sucked, so... Oh, did it? Oh. I thought a lot of people liked that. No, 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 they did, but I only liked New Moon. Um, oh. That was my Harvest Moon. So, this was like a top-down, old-school... I wasn't into it. I'm also not into anything that's on the Switch at this point. I fucking hate the Switch. Um, I'm so sad about the Switch. Isn't there supposed to be a sequel to uh, Breath of the Wild? Yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out. Is it supposed to come out this year? I'm not sure. Honestly, I will look that up. Uh, you also have um, Returnal, which got delayed till March. But yeah, I see like in March you got Harvest Moon, Yakuza, uh, like a dragon... For the PS5, anyway. Monster Hunter Rise, which that actually seems kind of cool. It's Monster Hunter for the Switch. Oh, uh, I was going to say, is that supposed to be another expansion? Because I, I know they did, like, the Ice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do Frozen. kind of want to get, um, <clears throat> whenever it's actually back on sale again, I do kind of want to get Monster Hunter World. I think it, I think it's fun. I, I think it's, it conceptually, it seems fun. Yeah. See, like, right here. Everything's kind of slow. April got near replicant version blah 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 
whatever. May, you have Resident Evil 8, Deathloop, which okay. is that game that's okay, like Dishonored, yeah. Hood Outlaws and Legends, which is another RPG that looks cool. Hmm. And that's in May. That you got three pretty big games. But before all that, there's nothing, dude. Nothing here is interesting. Man. Damn. Nothing's coming out this year, man. Yeah. It sucks, man. Last year was a good year. October, you get Ghostwire Tokyo. Then you have uh, no release date yet, but New Halo. Oh, yeah. I can't be bothered to care. Um, Most people can't. Wasn't Halo 5 kind of shit, too? Yeah. Didn't people not like that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's like nothing. Um, what was that thing you wanted to know about a release date? Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. So that's it. We got nothing to talk about. Nothing comes out this year. Yeah. Show's canceled. Um, it could arrive in 2021. Could. Okay. Could arrive. But yeah, so this year, this year's, the beginning of this year anyways, you know, a little weak. A little weak. It's slow. There's nothing going on. But. I was like struggling to add things to the list. There's nothing, nothing happens anymore. Yeah. No, no. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay, calm down, buddy. Yeah, no, it, it's it's looking like a, a like rough be- beginning of the year for launches. Maybe there's something we're just kind of skimming over that will just pop up that I've forgotten about. Yeah, there but is I mean, or there isn't. Yeah. I mean, the world is ending, so. Yep. Yep. Um, I did want to talk about Fortnite's ridiculous licensing. Have you? How s- do you mean? Have you seen what they've added in like the past month? No. They added the T-800 from Terminator. Okay. Sarah Connor. Okay. From Terminator. Right? Down to the actress's likeness. Predator. Uh-huh. And, like, ten Marvel characters. What the fuck are they doing? But, like... But why? Like, John... Chris. John Wick is in Fortnite. Well, I knew that. I knew that. It's just so weird why this game has but so... Like, it's... Master Chief, Kratos, they are in Fortnite. Yeah, it's, it's just like, but uh, why? Do you have to touch everything? <laughs> um... They're like a child that you bring to a store. It's like, do you really have to touch your grimy paws all over everything? Yeah, get your dirty mitts off everything. Like, I just... Terminator, that's kind of out of left field. Predator as well. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That's just, that's so odd to me. I just, like, I don't know why they would want to do so many tie-ins like that. Because, personally, I think, like, when you do tie-ins in a video game like that, in any sort of way, it's super cheesy. And it yeah. doesn't work right. Yeah. Like, even even in Mortal Kombat, where they add the Terminator... They had Alien. Oh, they had that Jason fucking, Voorhees. They had that fucking, um... Rambo. They have Rambo. Christ, they had that Travis Scott thing. Oh, in Fortnite? Yeah. Yeah, where he was like, where he was like 150 feet tall, walking mm-hmm. around. Yeah. And they had a concert. That was weird. That, the concert was cool, but, yeah. That's still weird, though. Yeah. Um... What else do you think they're gonna add to Fortnite? Personally, what do you think? What's your prediction? I was gonna say my first thought was a Nintendo product, but they don't they don't license shit. Oh no, they for will sure. not license anything. My thought, but I I would be very very upset if I was playing 
playing Fortnite and I and I just got sniped from 150 yards away from like Isabel from Animal Crossing. I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> I'd just uninstall. I think. I was gonna say I feel like they're gonna do a tie-in with Godzilla and Kong. Oh, definitely, for sure. There's gonna be something, whether it's an event or a skin. It's probably gonna be an event. What I think, which I'm surprised they don't do this more often, because like, there's a lot of creators on YouTube and, and Twitch and whatever that are like really big on Fortnite, and that's their career is Fortnite. Are you gonna say they don't add those people? Yeah, I'm surprised they, they don't. do. They do. There's uh, they just added one. It was a streamer. They added him to the game, and then like his own emo and his own. Oh outfit. no shit! Yeah. They yeah, just they to. should probably just do more of that than Marvel. Ninja is in the game. I'm sure. I, I'm a, I'm, I was 100% sure he was in the game. Um, That's what I'm saying, though, is they add, like, some fucking weird skins to this game. But instead of, like, adding... Terminator. Yeah, adding, like, the... Ter- like, who... The, the, the people who like Terminator and the people who like Fortnite, they're two different, very different groups of people. Like... Yeah. The average age of, like, a Fortnite player is, like, seven. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think they're going to know what a T-800 is. True. Or who Sarah Connor is. It's weird. Yeah, that's true. But what what is also weird I meant to, I meant to bring up is every time they add these characters, they add, like, an item to the game that fits the character. Okay. So with the Predator, they added an item you can get, which is his invisibility cloak. Oh, okay. And you can run around invisible like he does. Um, with the Marvel characters, they had a literal Marvel mode where you could play as um, normal characters with Iron Man's Gauntlet, Captain America's Shield, Wolverine's Claws, and fight Thanos. I and you could play it. So for a while, when Endgame came out too, you could uh, oh you could get the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet, Gauntlet and turn into Thanos and like, which is cool, I guess. But like. I just don't see why they need so many tie-ins. It just seems gross and cheesy and weird. Like, out Monday. of place. That's why. That's fair. I mean, they. I, I mean, it's not like they're making money hand over fist on V-Bucks. But the V-Bucks are how you get the skins, so that's kind of... That's the incentive to buy V-Bucks. That's fair, I guess. Oh, you can be... What, what skins do they have? Like, they have like, uh, Spider-Man? They have Spider-Man? No. I was just going to say, that's the only skin I would buy. I can't be Spider-Man. They have, like, a million Marvel characters, but they don't have Spider-Man. Black Panther, uh, Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvel, I mean, not Miss Marvel. Who wants to be Captain Marvel? All right? Look at me dead in the eyes. Who likes Captain, Captain Marvel? Wolverine, as well, they have him. He, he's a good character. But Captain Marvel, as a movie, I'd much rather not have Captain Marvel and have Spider-Man. I don't know why I care so much. I don't even play the game. I think the reason they can't get Spider-Man is because he's the one who's caught between Disney and Marvel. That's true. Versus the other ones. Oh, Disney and uh, Sony, right? Uh, Sony, I mean, yeah. Disney and Sony. I don't know. Disney should just buy Sony. They buy everything else. They should buy Sony. But then we're going to have the Disney PlayStation Plus 5 or something. Oh, man. Everything has their own streaming service. I hate it. Oh, I know. Did you see that? Uh, actually, at spots. Um, if you up. tell me they're doing their their own streaming service, I'm gonna leave right no, now. No, no, they increased the price of Xbox Live. They doubled it. Really? Yeah. I just don't think there's a reason that Xbox Live should come with a service charge anymore. Instead of being sixty dollars a year, it's one hundred and twenty a year. But you well, know, it's a ten bucks a month. That ain't that bad. Well, you know what? They're the reason they did it, right? 
coincidentally, you can buy Xbox Live for $10 a month. Before, it was like 5 bucks a month or whatever. 5 bucks a month, yeah. Now, they make it 10 You know what's 13 Game Pass? Game Pass Ultimate. Oh, with Xbox Live. Which comes Xbox with Xbox Live. Live. Um, because they had... Uh, I still didn't understand that in the 360 days. Like, realistically, I guess it made sense when the original Xbox was new and had the and had was like the first iteration of Xbox Live. It made sense then that it would have a service charge, a monetary service charge. But yeah. now it doesn't. It just doesn't. That's true. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it made sense then. Like, even PlayStation, they didn't have the service charge on the PS3. And then they did. And then they did. Because Xbox did it. Yeah. They were like, oh, we can charge for this. That you See, that used to be the best thing about for PlayStation, For some reason. Though. That's the thing, too. That used to be, like, the big thing with PlayStation was that it was always free, like Steam. Yeah. Now you got to charge. The reason subscription services like that, or, like, online subscription services won't fly on the PC market is because you would basically need one for every launcher. And no one would go for that. Oh, absolutely There would be not. uproar if there was, like, you play online and Steam online and Epic Games online. People but, would fucking lose and it. And at the end of the day, they actually do have, for the longest time, World of Warcraft, to get on the official servers, they have a service charge. It's $15 yeah. a month. Well, uh, I think Final, they, Final Fantasy, whatever it's called. I think they still do. It's still $15 a month or something. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's great and all um but on the pc market you have the option to change things to change like where you're connecting to so instead of paying that 15 a month service charge you log into your account and you connect to someone's private server that they don't charge you to use and you can play the game that way yeah so uh, there's always a way around on pc games Yep. Yep. So, that's the thing. Um, so I yeah, that is weird. How like Sony with the PS3 that was one of the biggest things was the free online. Yeah, it had issues. Sony was always known for having like network issues and. Oh, and Nintendo too. Nintendo. Nintendo has one of the worst online subscriptions. The only reason I don't mind it too much is because it's cheap. It's twenty bucks a year. Yeah, Nintendo online for a year because I got it with Mario Maker. But, like, you don't get anything with it. Like. It's, no, you really don't. You, it's, like, so bad on the Switch side. And, like, the Switch social hub is, like, practically non-existent. Like, adding friends sucks. Contacting friends sucks. Partying yeah. up sucks. So like, everything about it sucks. Yeah, I just think the Switch isn't... The Switch being trying to do, like, multiplayer, online multiplayer. It's just, like, it's... It needs to stay in its lane. Yeah. Um, like, I guess it's kind of cool that they have, like, afterthought stuff, like, in, like, Animal Crossing. It's, like, primarily, it's a single-player game. You work on your island. And, uh, and, um, the, the, you can invite your your friends to your island. Yeah. But it's not like you can have a co-op experience. Whereas, like, something like Smash, like, Smash Ultimate is, like, it's geared to be something that you invite your friends over and play which is something you don't really see very often yeah but it's like it's inherently a multiplayer game and they have the the online play but i heard it kind of sucks yeah 
So I just think they're out of their lane. They should just stay in their lane. Um, did you know, fun fact about the Switch, there's certain games that in China you can play AAA games on the Switch via streaming it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You can play Resident Evil 7, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, all by streaming it to the Switch. That's pretty cool. Um, and I believe uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising may have been another one. I could for sure bootleg a Switch to do that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, because ultimately it's an Android OS that's on it. You could totally try to get it to uh, to use uh, GeForce Now. Yeah, that's every... I mean, that's like every console. Um, it's it, all Linux-based. Like, it's some kind of Linux-based or, or BSD-based operating system. Like the PS4 OS was uh, based on OpenBSD. Mm-hmm. They... Yeah. Uh, You'd be surprised how many things are based on open source things that already exist and have existed for like 25 years. Yep. There's a very good chance that any device you use was built on top of Linux, uh, except for Windows. And like iOS. iOS, yeah, it's it's its own thing. It is a Unix-like operating system, so I guess technically it does share a lot of characteristics with Linux, but no code, per se. Um. I could be wrong about that, but I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, there was rumors of a Switch Pro that does 4K. Really? I don't buy that. I, I just want a Switch Pro that like gives me PS4 level performance. You know, in a handheld. That's what I want. Well, I'm thinking. This, the Switch is out, and then the new consoles are coming out. Is there going to be a new Nintendo thing? Probably not. Unless it's the Switch Pro. I would genuinely get a Switch again if they get, if they make one that I can play like actually fun games besides some of their first-party stuff on. Well, that's the thing. You don't buy a Switch for third-party games, really. Yeah, and I don't like any of Nintendo's first-party IPs. And that's your, that's your issue. That's why I bought my Switch, because I wanted to play first-party stuff. Yeah. Like, I play, like, Mario Odyssey. That that's, was see, fun that's, as shit. I play Breath of the Wild. Fun as shit. That's the problem. So, like, I buy a PlayStation because I like their first-party stuff. I just... With the Switch, I don't. I don't like Breath of the Wild or any Zelda. I don't like Mario. I mean, the closest thing I liked to first-party was, like, fucking... I played a little bit of Splatoon. And I also played, um... ARMS. And those were both shit first-party games. Yeah. And those are, like, the only games from them that I was like, yeah, this is kind of interesting. But, like... Some of the games that I did play on the Switch were fucking awesome. I played Doom on there for a little while. That was cool to have portable. I mean, it's not the ideal way to play it, but it was cool. Doom Eternal is actually on the Switch now, too, which is cool. That's still Wolfenstein to me, where it's like, that's a very, very, very hyper-specific market mm-hmm. of, like, people who play Doom on the Switch. It um, just is, like, it's odd to me. I played Wolfenstein on the Switch, and I played um, Outlast 2. One and two. That's the type of experience that I want in the Switch because I'm the type of person who I don't look at the Switch as like a Nintendo product per se. I wish there was another competitor that made a handheld gaming system. That's what it's I want. inherently very strange to me and you're definitely, like again, it's a very hyper-specific market of people who buy a Switch with no intention of playing first-party games. Mm-hmm. It's strange to me. It's yeah. foreign. I just wish there was someone out there, some company out there, whether it was Sony, Microsoft, or, or Nintendo themselves, that made 
a portable gaming console that it wasn't just centered around party games and their first party stuff. Because their first party stuff is great. Breath of the Wild is like incredible on the Switch. But then in the third party department, they don't really have much. You they do. Get, uh, but... You could get um, an NVIDIA Shield portable. I thought about that, but isn't it streamed? Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, it's a piece of shit, too. Yeah. I have one, actually. I've thought about getting one, but it's streamed, and I don't... I have an original NVIDIA Shield portable. Um, I don't know if they still make them. I don't think they do. But it's interesting, but it's ahead of its time. It's not quite there yet. Yeah. And even after updates and stuff, it still doesn't really work. Right? When I did play third-party games on the Switch, I, I loved it. I was like, damn, the Switch is amazing. And then they'd stop making third-party games, and then... Because... Aside from Nintendo first-party games that are, like, $60 experiences and then some big third-party experiences, maybe five or six, everything on that Switch marketplace is a glorified fucking app store. How do you mean? You got, like, two ninety nine for, like, a shitty mobile game. Or, like, oh, yeah. you know, some bloatware fucking piece-of-shit software. You know? I guess there were some good third-party games. Like, Stardew Valley was on there. Stardew Valley, Minecraft. Minecraft. You got the Sniper Elite games. Those were all kind of cool to have on there. But then there's just so much bloatware on that fucking thing. It's just, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I think... You're right that... that for that hyper-specific audience, like I said... Um... Something like that could exist where it's like a, a full-fledged thing where you can play games on it by yourself, um, like on its own without streaming them or whatever. However, what company's going to do that realistically? You yeah. got your you got your players. You got Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Yeah. And Nintendo's the only one who's going to do that. The last thing Sony did was the Vita, which for the time was really cool. They just didn't do anything with it. Like... I remember one of my favorite that mobile was... gaming experiences was Uncharted, uh, the Golden Whatever, which was the PS Vita version of Uncharted, and all I could think the whole time while playing it was, wow, it's fucking awesome. That was definitely ahead of its time. Yeah. Was the the PS Vita. Um, but the PSP did really well. And the PSP did really well. That's why I would love, even if it was, you know, like... Well, I guess it was in that really weird gap in the market where... Because handheld consoles used to be everything. They had the Game Boy, the original DS, mm -hmm. um, the the DSi, the DS Lite. Uh, now they just the have three, the Switch, which is supposed three, to replace all of it. You know, the 3DS. Um, and then there was that weird gap in the market where... When Nintendo was like, alright, 3DS is like kind of it. And then we're just going to develop something entirely new. Um, and that failed. The Wii U. The Wii U, yeah. Um, but they had... Um, they basically had that strange gap in the market where there was no handhelds whatsoever and no desire for a handheld console. Yeah. Um, and there isn't really a huge desire for a strictly handheld console anymore. Yeah. Like, even the Switch is like, I never played it handheld. Yeah. I Which only is what I liked the Switch console. for. I only liked the Switch as a handheld because as a console, as soon as you put that baby on a monitor, it looks like it's running on a fucking, like, phone. 
It's just when you upscale the games for the Switch, sometimes they can look pretty rough. Uh, it depends where you're playing, realistically. Like, playing first-party stuff looks fine. Well, eh, debatably, though. When you upscale it, because first of all, it matches on a 720p, so playing Breath of the Wild on a, a big monitor at 720p is not ideal. I also played it at 1440p, and I was like, eh, that's okay. It doesn't run at 1440 it runs at 720 I know. It's upscaled from 720 I played it on a 1440p monitor. I was like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I had no issues with it. I wasn't like, oh, this is hideous. Yeah. I don't I, pay attention too much to graphics of games. I don't know. I don't look at them like, oh, this is gross. I can't play this. Well, it's like you said about resolution with phones where a you know 1080p on a phone is great, but you upscale that to a massive TV, it's, it's not. I look at it this way where if the game's good, I don't really particularly care what it looks like. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Well, that's the thing. It, it depends on the game. So like you said, Breath of the Wild, yeah, it's a fun game, so it looks okay. But if you're truly trying to get immersed in something, I just feel like you kind of have to have visuals to back it up. I, I, I disagree. Visuals don't make, a, don't make a story, really. Yeah, but, I mean, being able to see more. Not saying Breath of the Wild, there's some games on the Switch. Being able to see more than eight feet in front of you does kind of help. Because Breath, yeah, because well, Breath of the Wild, first party, yeah, it was great, but a lot of the first party, party stuff was very beautiful. Yeah, they looked pretty good. They so. had a lot of, um, a lot of color in a lot of the Nintendo shit. A lot of color. They were they brought back the those games were very Japanese. <laughs> yeah, they were like very anime. Um, I I enjoyed that factor of it. I I thought there was a lot of like wacky shit. Yeah, like in uh, Odyssey. In Odyssey and in um. Of all the Mario Breath games, the Odyssey Wild. was like one of the only ones that I actually played. I was like, eh, it's not that bad. It's cool. Kind of liked it. Uh, I don't like any of the like, 2D older Mario games that much. I loved Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember you were like in love with it for a legitimately, while. Legitimately, like, I don't think I've had that much fun with a game in a long time. Yeah. Like, for, between my me playing Odyssey and, you know, other games I've played. I do want to do a replay of Odyssey where I get all the moons. Yeah, I remember you talked about that. Because I, I did a save, my current save, or like my only save that I did. I think I had like 400 of them or something. Mm-hmm. Um, How many you, is there? Uh, a thousand. A thousand, so yeah, almost halfway there. Because uh, you only need like, but you only need like 200 or something to finish the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got Not a bad. shitload of them because you have to finish the game and then you unlock like another... You unlock, like, the other half of the moons. Yep. Because, and then you have to replay it. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't think you care about spoilers. But you go, at the end of the game, you go to the moon. Oh, yeah, I do remember seeing that. And you, that like, YouTube. break a break a stone, a moonstone, and then you can find the moonstones on the, all the maps. Afterwards. And That's it cool. unlocks, like, 40 or 50 more moons per map. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I quite, I, it's one of those games that's on my list of things to replay. Yeah, I um, I actually, funny enough, I wanted to play Breath of the Wild after I pre- uh, played Odyssey um, on the Switch, and then I never got around to it, and I ended up selling the Switch anyway. But because um, it's it's very similar, like gameplay loop to Odyssey as well, so I thought I'd kind of yeah. like it. And by that. that you mean Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I think we should yeah should clarify. So I was Odyssey. talking about Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah, true. I just realized I totally didn't even realize that. Yeah, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I, yeah, the Breath of the Wild was a great time, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I didn't like about it was, though, the weapon durability. 
That was one thing that kind of deterred me was that, yeah. Yeah. What was, what was your favorite uh, experience on the Switch? Was like it my Odyssey? favorite game? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely Odyssey. Definitely Odyssey. I had, like, I had a great time with Breath of the Wild, but I also had a fantastic time with Odyssey. My favorite game ever on the Switch was Outlast 2. Yeah. See, that that's, was super fun. That's how we're different. Yeah. I, I loved Outlast 2 on the Switch was really cool because I, I played it with headphones and shit, and I just tried to get really into it in handheld mode. It was cool. I liked it. That was that that was in the time where I was like, wow, I love the Switch. And then they just kind of stopped. Nintendo stopped like having third party games. Really, developers stopped making third party. So I was like, yeah, it's just ain't for me. And it makes me a bit sad because I feel like for me, as someone who only wants like good third party games, the Switch has the capability, but no one's gonna make games for it. But yeah, that's... Nintendo's very tight lipped with their entire ecosystem for the most part. Well, and I, I'm assuming they're very iffy on what they let onto the Switch now after the whole fucking, the whole cooking mama thing happened. I remember hearing about that, and I totally forget what that was. So basically, there was a new cooking mama game, and um, it ended up being uh, block training software to mine Bitcoin. Really? To okay. use It That's used uh, all the Switch's power to mine Bitcoin, and then it was removed off the Nintendo store. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, I feel like if you really wanted a good blockchaining software, I don't know why you would target Nintendo Switches, but... Hmm. That's true. Yeah, see, like, if you, I'm, I'm on uh, the eShop right now, and they have all their first-party stuff that people love, and I'm trying to find... One of the things I thought was super cool that I kind of wish I kept my Switch for was they ported over Sniper Elite 2, 3, and 4. Well, I will be honest, right? Yeah. I just think Nintendo is kind of wild with how they, they price their games, too. Oh yeah, that's a that's a big issue. Um, Nintendo's really smoking dick. If they're looking at me dead in the eyes and they think I'm gonna pay sixty dollars for Mario Tennis Aces, right? Yeah. Or I'm gonna pay sixty dollars for Mario Kart Eight, mm-hmm. which was originally released in oh. like 2013. I played The Witcher Three on the Switch too. That was incredible. The Switcher, that was actually an incredible experience. Um, that's a, that's one of those moments where I was, like you said. Visuals don't make everything. I was able to really get into that game, and the fact that it was running on a tablet didn't really I hinder guess, me. I guess. I just don't think a game like that is built to be handheld. Because um, when I think of something that's like built to be handheld, something that you can tap into for a few minutes and then tap out of. Hitman 3 is on the Switch through the cloud, yeah. That's one really? of the newest ones. Yep. But I think it's in Japan only. That's I, I still that's still odd to me. Their cloud stuff, I think, is all Japan exclusive. Because they did um, or China, and Japan, right? Yeah, Japanese company. Well, I I don't know. Their cloud gaming is something that people are saying is always people always say that that's the thing that's going to take off, and it never does. No. There was Stadia. Is Stadia even around anymore? Yeah, Stadia's around. It's actually gotten a lot better from launch, but it's still just heavily dependent on your internet connection. So, um, There's GeForce Now. That's still around. I know that. Yeah, I've used that. The, the cool thing about GeForce Now is it plays the games you own. That's that's what's cool about it. Yeah, really Stadia is like you have to buy games again. So, at launch, Stadia was you had to buy games, and then you had to pay for the streaming service. Now you just have to pay for the streaming service, I believe. Which makes more sense. What I think is the perfect, who does it the best, is um, Shadow. Shadow PC? Yeah, they for sure do it the best. Yeah. 
Well, you rent the hardware, essentially. Or you just... Yeah, you rent hardware. And you run... You run a... It's a PC that you just use. Mm-hmm. Um, which is way better than any of the other alternatives. Yeah. Um... Oh yeah, the Resident Evil games on the Switch too. I really like those. Those are nice. Hmm. I a lot of my issue with Nintendo too as a company is the pricing, like you mentioned. Yeah. Like I still don't I don't think the Switch should be full price though. Like That's still full price. So it's what three hundred dollars? Uh yeah, two ninety nine or three hundred or Holy uh, it might shit. be three ninety nine. I paid I paid two ninety nine for my Switch in twenty eighteen. I just don't think I should be able to get a PS four for the same price as a Switch. I think the Switch would be perfect at like 200 bucks right now, or like 189 or something. Buck 89, I would yeah. call it. Well, but then if you say a buck 89, that's Switch Lite territory. Switch Lite territory, yeah. You can just be like, why would I get a Switch Lite when I can just I've get been a thinking full about, fat Switch? I, I've been thinking about getting a Switch Lite just because I only liked the Switch as a handheld. Yeah, if you. Yeah, if you only like the Switch as a handheld, it makes sense to do the Switch. Was there? Light. I can't. Remember, was there any hardware differences? Oh, and also Joy-Con drift. The way they handle that is fucking embarrassing. Just saying. Uh, how did they handle that? Uh, by doing nothing. Oh. And that I, I bought two Pro controllers and f- two sets of Joy Cons, and all of them had the same issue. Really? Uh huh. And had any issues and, and currently, Let'sie's brand new Switch that I bought eight months ago has Joy-Con drift, and it's a red box Switch, so it's the Gen two version of it. Huh. So, they they've been very like tight lipped about that. But I'm trying to see if they've had any new games that are interesting me because I've been thinking about getting a Switch Lite. Oh, definitely. I, I you, probably will. If you only like the handheld aspect of it, I I, I would recommend the Switch Lite. Yeah, I think um, I'm just gonna wait for a Switch Two though, just because I know it's coming eventually. Yeah, a Switch Two or like a just a new console or something. Because yeah. like, yeah, they don't really do whatever to you know they do like a new thing yeah, yeah. like little nightmares too love that where they had like if anything it'll be called like the switch and then a name like the switch pro or something or the switch advanced or some shit mm-hmm. um and the switch 2.7445 something like the fucking numbers the uh the well they had um because the DS they did a lot with. DSi, DSi XL, and DS XL and shit like that. Yeah, the DS, DS Lite, uh, D- DSi, DSi XL, DS, 3DS, 3DS XL, 2DS, 2DS, 2DS XL. And then the 2D, the original 2DS, the non-XL, was like a, a brick. Like it wasn't a folding thing. Yeah, it was it was kind of like a Switch almost, but without the Switch aspect. It was it. like a Game Boy. Yeah. Is the best comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, people didn't like that one. Mm-hmm. They liked the regular 2DS, the 2DS XL. Yeah. Because that was an actual folding thing. I was going to get a 3DS for a while. I was planning on getting one. And then I just never did. And then the Switch came out. I, I liked some of Nintendo's hardware, but I also didn't like what they used to do back then, too. Where they would make games exclusively for, the, for different hardware. I didn't really like that. How do you mean? Well, they had some games that only worked on the 3DS. Very, it was pretty limited, but they started to do that towards the end, and then. Just well, because the, the 3DS was its own thing. Yeah. Like they did, the DS DSi, that was one thing, and then the, the other thing was the 3DS. Yeah, 3DS. I just, I don't know, it was just weird. But um, also, I, 
Also, the 3D aspect of it was literally nothing. Yeah, it didn't exist. Uh, also, the three, I think it was the 3DS or the 2DS. One of them was like ridiculously overpriced. I'm pretty sure it launched for higher than the Switch launched for as well. Oh, ew. So, I, I always remember the DS as being very cheap. Yeah, I, I, I have an original DS that uh, it still fucking turns on. I haven't charged yeah. it in like eight years. I have a DS, DS Lite. I think that was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. I have the DSi. I think I paid one. I have a DSi XL. I think I paid one eighty nine for it. Yeah. It was like the first like big. I believe it's the three DS that was like super expensive. It was like the first big thing I bought was the DSi XL, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, this has a camera on it. That's crazy. Oh yeah, I do remember that actually. Um. So I had like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of pictures. <laughs> on my yeah. on my DS of like my my me my cat the floor like I don't. <laughs> And they had the flip notes. That yep. shit was crazy. They don't have that on the the switch or anything. Yeah, that would have been crazy. That would have been really cool if they had a uh, if they ported Flip Note Hateno over to goddamn Switch. Yeah, that's true. But then they shut down the service. So, because if I remember yeah. rightly, you couldn't just sign up and then make stuff. You had to sign up and then like print out a contract, sign it, and then send it back to them. And then within ten days, they would approve your account. It was weird. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I hope I, I've been hoping for a while that we get some handhelds though. Like, who do you want to see? One? I'm I'm assuming Sony. I'd probably want to see one from Sony, like a good one that isn't you know like just overshadowed. I I want to. It's not even so much that I want necessarily like. I want them to make a handheld that crushes the switch. I want them to make a handheld that they don't stop supporting immediately. You know, they should do like a. <sighs> I don't know how feasible it is realistically, but they should do like a, a PS5 portable. Yeah. Just literally call it that because you already have the name PS5. Yeah. Because people aren't like, oh, what the fuck's a Vita? You know, yeah. like, oh, I ate a fucking Vita Alfredo, right? <laughs> like, it's, you know, yeah. they have PS5 attached to it. So just call it the PS5 portable. And I mean, surely. Or just the new PlayStation Portable, because you know what that is. That too, PSP. Mm. Um, I just think they have, like, if you can feasibly get a good gaming experience on a Nintendo Switch, or if you can have good hardware on, like a like a Surface Pro. I just don't think it's that far-fetched to have, like... Some sort of equivalent. Some um, sort of, like, PlayStation equivalent where they have... They have PS... Like, PS5 games scaled down. Yeah. Or something like they You can just share a library with your PS5 or whatever. I just think of, like, the Switch, right? Pretty good size. You know, it's a nice console in the hands. I mean, the yeah. Joy-Cons can, you know, be uncomfortable, whatever, though. But the size, pretty nice. The hardware, pretty capable for the size. I think at this point, the Switch is already going on three years old, right? Oh, it's older than that. That came on 2018. It was 2017, early 2017. Was it? Then yeah, so it's going on four years old. We have made enough hardware improvements that we can make like a new Switch body, like the same body, I mean, with new hardware that is a little bit more powerful. And I think if you could do that, eliminate the fucking cloud streaming part of it and get this nice hardware 
that's portable. I mean, I don't see why the PSP had some awesome experiences. The PS Vita had some awesome experiences. I would be I would be far more I would be far more interested in buying a like PS5 portable or like a, a new PlayStation portable device. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if it, if they released something and it was like 249 or something. Yeah. You know, if it was like yeah, like 249 or like 299 or something. Yeah. These was a PS5 cost. 500. 500. And a Series X, same thing. So if it was like 300 bucks, like a Switch, and it had like full fat PS5 games on it, just scaled down to run on yeah. the hardware. I think that's that's a genius business decision. Same with the VR thing that I keep mentioning. They need to do a new PSVR. Yeah, I still don't see why we don't have like a Horizon Zero Dawn on like a portable system. Like it's so capable at this point that I think we could. It, yeah, it doesn't make. I, I don't know. There's no huge market for handhelds. Yeah, that's the tough part. Is yeah, there has to be a market for it, and really, there's only a market for the Switch for the Nintendo first party stuff. Like you because said. idle games like that, like games that you just have to kill time when you're out somewhere people don't want to have a dedicated device they want their phone they just have their phone yeah there's so many ways you can kill time on your phone that you don't need a fucking ds for you know what i mean yeah like yeah you see a little little kid a little shit sitting sitting on the bus or whatever or in a restaurant they're not playing on a, a nintendo ds like i was when i was yeah. a little shit they're either playing on a switch they're or on their mom's, uh, phone. mom's phone yeah Exactly. So. That's the thing is like even the Switch is heavily designed to to like to be for younger kids or for families that the adults play it. Yeah, and that's why I liked it. I was and, a young, I'm a young kid and uh, I like the Switch. And uh, so and you can see where that market is. As much as the portable gaming system, it is ultimately designed around kids, teenagers, or the occasional adult who has the nostalgia for like Breath of the Wild or Zelda in general or Mario, and they enjoy those games. So it's, that's why there's, like you said, there's just no big market for like a, a AAA portable handheld. Oh, uh, you have, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would say the only kind of people who would carry a dedicated device and also not carry a cell phone would be children. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense portable wise. Um, for portables, only people who want portables would be children. Yeah. But even now, children, you know, have phones. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be able to like you are shouldn't you aware? have that many that much unfettered access to everything at that as age as a child. Yes. Like, are you aware that the Switch only has a plastic display because they decided to make it plastic so it wouldn't break when a child specifically yeah. dropped it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look at this dude. Cat. Speaking of child. <laughs> Speaking of child and dumbass and idiot and stupid, stinky. That pissed him off. He said, what'd you just say, bitch? Say something. Yeah. Get those lips moving, boy. Come on, boy. Boy. Or as a uh, as a high school friend of ours would say, Red Dead 2 on the Switch. Even Chunt doesn't agree. No. Said no. I heard it. He's a, he's an, he's, he's a bit spicy today. He's being a brat. But, you know. What are you gonna do? We had a we had a pretty good discussion there about portables and the Switch specifically yeah. and Nintendo and triple triple A games stuff. That was a pretty just good discussion. Yeah. 
Do we have anything else we actually wanted to talk about this episode? No, I mean, we do have stuff on the notes, but it's not. But is it anything important I'm worth not gonna, talking about? I'm not going to bring it up. It's not worth it. I mean, one thing I was going to say earlier when you mentioned um, we were talking about control and you were like, don't put a whole fucking book in your game. Yeah. I'm trying to get more into reading. I'm trying to finally finish the Dishonored book that I You're have. You're trying to get more into... Oh, my God. You are old. I want... I'm reading a Dishonored book. I have so many books I want to do. There's a prequel book for the Spider-Man game for PS4. Had that for years. I haven't started it. I got a Dishonored book, another Dishonored book, an Uncharted book, and I just got the second comic book for The Evil Within 2 after I read the first one a few years ago. Okay, comics I can get a vibe with. Um, there's a lot of people really, really into comics. I, I mean, I've been into, like, uh, manga before. Yeah. So I, I've, I've read a few mangas, but which is same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So I can, that's the closest I come to reading. I probably would be way more into reading if it wasn't, like, required throughout school. You know what I mean? Do you like, mean when you were younger or now in college? No, when I was younger. Oh, okay. I could, like, I have to read stuff occasionally. Like, I, but it's, I'm not being assigned, hey, uh, in two weeks I expect you to have read this book. It's like, hey, read 10 pages out of your textbook and then do these questions. Yep. You know? I like reading, um, and I only I only try to read, like, video game-specific books because most of them are canon. But, like, if I really wanted to read, I would have read the Witcher books already. Yeah. And I yeah. still have not done that because, like, I just cannot be fucked to read. Yeah. I uh, So I want to finish the Dishonored book. I've been trying to do a bit more with that, but... It's tough. Sometimes I get these motivational spikes where I'm like, read, 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 and I read a bunch, and then I'm like, ah, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I get this, like, uh, I have the same thing where I'm like, man, I, like, really want to be productive and do stuff, and then I that lasts for, like, a couple weeks, and I'm like, god damn, I did a lot of stuff, and then I just stop for six months. Yeah. And then I just do nothing. Yep. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I just do nothing for, like, six months. Yeah. So. No, I'm, I'm trying to double down on it anyway, because why the fuck not? I guess. If you're if you're into the lore and the universes in a lot of games, there's a shit ton of canon books for, like, most games. I'll like, probably... I find that a lot of people... Uh, something that a lot of people uh, do, people that actually read, is feel like as they get older, they read. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, I'm 19, and I'm just out of high school, you know, a couple years. Right, mm-hmm. and high school is just like so much required reading. Yep, and it's like shit that's not even, not even shit that's bad, but it's just like it's bad because you're being forced to read it. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, or if you have the teacher I have, it's a lot of like feminist books. I had a bit of that um, from a different teacher, but it wasn't like feminist books per se. It was just like a lot of books about like women's issues mm-hmm. like about like uh, women being abused it was weird oh she she assigned a lot of those books yeah my, my teacher was always it was either about um or i had a book that we had to read about a an interracial relationship and then at the very end like literally the last like three pages of the book the black kid gets shot and that's just shoehorned into book. the book. I remember that book. Uh, and I remember I being it. so mad. I was like, 
I read through that, and I was kind of skimming through it. Mm-hmm. Because like I don't want to read the whole thing, but I was like, "Oh, it's an okay book." Uh, and then I, I read that, and I like didn't process it. I was like, "Oh, he's dead." They really just shoehorned that into the last part of the book. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I can imagine I'd probably like a lot of books more if, or I'd probably read a lot more if I wasn't required to do so so much in high school. Yeah, I think so as well. I think if I was allowed to have read, say, like, I used to read more when I was a kid when they would do, like, hey, pick a book and read it over the summer, because I could pick my own book. Yeah, yeah. I, it, like, for example, the reason I can read a Dishonored book is because it's canon, and I really like that universe, and then The Evil Within, I love that universe. Spider-Man PS4, I love Spider-Man in general, and that universe. So, like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting something from it. So they always say, like, read, read, it'll make you smarter, you'll learn this, you'll learn that, but... In my eyes, if I'm reading for entertainment purposes, that's what I'm getting from it. Is I'm getting an expansion of lore or the universe or a new chapter in that universe, you know? That's true. That's true. I um, genuinely like – it's hard for me to think of things I would read. Like if I was going to reread books or like read books, I'd probably read like – Jesus Christ. Do you even – like do you literally do you mind? It's fucking waste of atoms. I probably shouldn't talk to my cat that way. He can't understand me. No. He's like about to slip off the edge. I've never seen someone... Look how close he is standing to the edge. Yeah, he does that. Like, how dumb do you have to be? Very. Tiny head, tiny brain. Understandable. So, yeah, I would probably read a lot more, to be honest, if I didn't have to do so in high school. And um, But that's also not the only way that you are like reading isn't the only way you expand your mind and expand your vocabulary anymore no like i memes that's like clearly i'm i'm not i'm not dumb like Mm. i i'm decently well read i know a lot of things but you don't read but i don't explain that boomers yeah i guess i do read a lot it's just not like conventional reading like i don't sit down and read a book yeah because that's super lame i just absorb information that i hear in passing yeah so i you know it's kind of a weird tangent for me to talk about but yeah if i was gonna read books i'd probably read a bunch of like weird political conspiracy books (laughs) that yeah yeah that's like i'd be like like something you'd be into i'd be into like like i'd probably reread 1984 animal farm um i'd read a bunch of like there's a book that I was somewhat interested in, like, I think it's called, like, 40, 40 Documents the Government Doesn't Want You to Read or something like that. It's all stuff that's been declassified, kind of under the radar. Yeah. I'd be into that sort of thing, but I just, like, I cannot be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've always tried to read uh, gaming-oriented books. or like. And I would read The Witcher books, probably. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've Quite always Quite an assortment of stuff. Yeah. But, I also yeah. like mystery shit too, but I just I prefer reading on a universe I'm already familiar with. It's the last mystery book I read. I was really into Encyclopedia Brown. You ever read Encyclopedia Brown when you were a kid? I have not. Oh, uh, that was a really good one where he would tell like it was like a bunch of short stories. And there was the kid Encyclopedia Brown, and he was like a little detective kid. And uh basically you would pay him and he would try to figure out a mystery. Um, and 
let me think of one exactly. There was one where a guy was selling special sticks that were supposed to find gold. And he found gold on the beach. And Encyclopedia Brown comes to the conclusion the gold was fake. But at the very end of the book, the end, at very end of the story, each story it says, "But how did he know? Or how did Encyclopedia Brown do it?" And you have to figure out how. As all the gold was fake because he held up a six-foot bar of gold. There's very clearly would be way too heavy for him to hold. Yeah. Or there was one like a knife got stuck in watermelon, and so it was like, "Oh, that's not my knife because my knife is longer than that." It's like, "Oh, well, it's obviously his knife because." How do how can he tell if it's in a watermelon? Yeah. Some some shit like that. Cyclopedia Brown. What else did I read? Captain Underpants. <laughs> yep. I was big in a Captain. Diary Underpants. of a Wimpy Kid, baby. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I read a lot of that. I read all of them up until we stopped reading them, and then now there's new ones that I haven't read. I uh I read. I read a lot of um, Goosebumps. Oh yeah, Goosebumps. I like That's Goosebumps. Where it's at. Uh, I was like I was like a. I'm surprised though, because I was like a pussy as a kid. I like I really hated horror stuff, <laughs> but I really like. Well, I still kind of am, but like, I really hated scary stuff, but I really, really liked Goosebumps. Yeah. Yep. Like Makes now, sense. I was like I have my, my. I don't have a suspension of disbelief. It's just not a thing I have. So like, I can't be like, "Oh, that's scary." I'm just like, "Oh, it's fucking CGI." Or like yeah. with a movie, I'm like, "Oh, this is just words." Yeah, with a book, like, yeah. like I cannot care. Yeah, no, I got you with that. Um, the only thing that still scares me, besides, I mean, you get the occasional jump scare, scare in like a horror movie where you're like, okay, and it's like startling. But as for like fear-inducing, honestly, just horror games. Yeah, those are kind of a different animal. Like I, I, I dare you to play like Paranormal Activity VR or like Exorcist Legion. That's I forgot like if pretty I, fucking. I scary. forgot if I bought that or not. I was thinking uh, we should make that like a segment, like a real world um, what about, video. Uh, Blair Witch, didn't they have a VR game? Yeah. Well, yeah, they had Blair Witch, PC game, and then they made it, Um, they ported it to the Quest, and it was super cool. I mean, the graphics were, but it was pretty scary. I played through it. Huh. I, it well. It was my first VR horror game. The thing is, though, a lot of horror games are like, oh, we'll put in a jump scare. Mm-hmm. And now it's a horror game. They don't have like a lot of tension Mm-hmm. A lo- I'm not saying that they're all like that because a lot of them are very no, good. No, because like Outlast. Outlast was very good tension. where it was a lot of tension and there yeah. wasn't. I don't think there was any jump scares in that game. There was like some. Oh, there was like was... one in the beginning. Uh, yeah, there's a couple throughout, but it's primarily like you're being chased and you're like, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Yeah, that's that's a lot of tension. Like Resident Evil 7 was like that, where it's like a lot of tension. Um, What was that other game? Until Dawn was like Until that Dawn. as well. Until Dawn. Until Dawn was a lot more jump scary though. That had some jump scares in it. But yeah. it was still really well paced and well delivered. Um yeah, that was that was a, that was another good one. But Phasmophobia. That one's not really that scary. It's not scary now. <laughs> well because I, I always with that game I always play with the boys, so I'm always inherently not scared when I'm with the with the boys. Yeah. Um when you're with the boys there's just this mindset where like you know who you does can take it? on the devil. My my man Jason, he gets terrified in that game. I don't fucking know why, dude. <laughs> He's like, anytime something happens, he just starts making monkey noises and screaming. Yeah, yeah. like stuff sneaks up on you sometimes and it spooks you. 
Yeah, like I jumped. I jumped when uh, I took that photo of the dude up in my shit. Yeah, he was like posted up on you. Yeah. But that's not like particularly scary. Startling is about it. You get startled sometimes, but I, I like I end up with scares like that in any game really. When you're being chased, it's funny because they're just like floating towards you. <laughs> that fucking game. Uh, that's that a, game has so much potential. It is a fun game. It's a fun game. It's very rough around the edges, but it's very fun. Uh, they actually just updated it um, to add. I thought this was a thing all along, and most people did, but now, when that ghost is hunting, if you talk, it will hunt you, if it hears you. Oh, really? So you have to be quiet, or it will attack you. Huh. So they just added that. I thought that was a thing all along, but I guess not. But, anyway, that's all for me. That's all I got. My chair's, like, falling apart. Yeah, this one isn't too good either, but that's all I got, Chris. I'm clocked out. We made a lot of content today. We did a lot of stuff. That we've been, like, making stuff for six hours now. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. Chump, that do you have anything to say? Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Play us out. Do something. Plug us out. All right. Do an outro. That's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, do the stupid YouTube shit that you gotta do. If you're interested in following the show, subscribe. Or... If you're, you know, with the RSS feed, you can import it to your favorite podcasting app. That's down in the description. Subscribe that way. You can find us on Spotify at Synapse Misfire Podcast. And, uh, yeah, you can contact us at Synapse Misfire at PM.me. Comments, questions, concerns, death threats, uh, and most certainly, hyper-specifically, absolutely wanted. Give us your uh, suggestions. Yes. That's, that's what we, we would definitely like suggestions whether yes legitimately like if um because we're gonna start doing more real life stuff so if, if there's something specifically you want to see um or if there's anything interesting happening in the world where you're like because um you know we're not we're down for pretty much everything to be honest yeah um so if you're like oh there's a, a convention somewhere in the area yeah you know my my only request for you guys that if if you listen and you go wow this sucks just tell us why yeah yeah, yeah. I just want to know why no realistically if you're like man I really don't like this uh just be like I don't like this because that's my prompt for you yeah because that that will ultimately help us in the end so if you don't like it just let us know yeah, and if you do like it let us know that was a noise that I'm not comfortable with. Oh, I think he's with that box over there, the one that he was with before. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go strangle my cat now. You have headphones on, yeah. I'm just gonna say. You wasn't happy about. How'd that, that go? You wasn't happy. Yeah, understandable. He didn't seem too happy. Cat no like. Cat no like. Anyway, yep. That's it. That's it for the show. Okay, bye. Stay tuned for the uh, the radio install. Stay tuned for my impending death. <laughs>